Hello, everyone. I am your host, GCR. Uh, we are currently on our winter menu, which means we have a butternut squash soup and root vegetables. Uh, please enjoy the show. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 375 of the Geek I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass and Cartoon Joe. Nick was going to join us tonight, but... And then he died. Well, he got in a fight with the fight gods. Yep. (laughs) Yep. What about the fight gods? He got in a fight with them. Because of uh, money, sex, and children. Ah, yes, yes. As he says, as he says it, uh, milk is the silver surfer to (laughs) sex sex Galactus. Hmm? Really well said. Sex crimes. Okay. That that makes more sense now. (laughs) Did you hear hear they, uh, they think they figured out who the Zodiac killer was? I feel I, like I, you know, I, I saw the headline, um, but I did not indulge it, if that makes any sense. No, I hear you. His name was uh, allegedly Gary Post. Makes sense. Mm. That yeah. sounds like a serial he, killer's name. He died three years ago, which mm. is a bummer. Oh, uh, yeah, there's there's zero. Uh, oh, what am I looking for? Closure there. Not closure. Yeah. There's closure. There's zero, yeah. like, uh, like no one got their comeuppance. Yes. So you feel like, like, that's like, this there's is no satisfaction. This is very controversial. What am I about to say? Yeah. It's at that point, and at that point only, it's forgivable to kick an animal. Mm. Whose animal? What animal? His animals. Oh. Mm. No, that's the, the only time. The it's only time. The, so, like, mm. if Gary Gary Francis Post's dog is still alive, you should go kick his dog. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. If you're a victim of his crimes, like it's not like not mm. me, right? Oh, I like, see. It's saying. not. Like, it's not acceptable for me. Yeah, but like, if my dad was killed by the Zodiac Killer. And Gary right. Francis and Post had like a for vengeance, and he had like an old dachshund. It's okay for me to just like kick it like a soccer ball, like oh, side man. of my like side of my foot. I that said it was controversial. It's said very it controversial. controversial. <laughs> I feel like it's controversial, <laughs> but it's just it's. I mean, listen, I'm. Con- controversing it that's not it's, that's not right i mean uh the money I'm that not, could have been spent on prosecuting him should be spent on making sure that his grave is a toilet <laughs> there you go yeah that, that's fine like a usable one though like it's right. just the shit and piss go mm-hmm. right into his coffin mm-hmm. and it's uh, directly above his face mm-hmm 
Yeah, unless but it comes like out a, that he was into that in life. Right, in which case, don't shit on him. Right. But leave the toilet there so he's constantly thinking that maybe he's going to get off. Yeah. But no one shits in it, so he never, his kink, he just never gets there. Right. It's just a, <laughs> etern, it's an, it's an, an eternal... It's an eternal kink block. <laughs> yep, that's a show title. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like the uh like the Norton antivirus of it's like a pop-up yes. blocker. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. you like he well, it's, like it's a cock-up blocker. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if I were to write the word cock up, is there a hyphen there? I hyphenate it. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we're already up to five show titles. Hey, welcome back. Uh, the three of us are on the show. It'll, it'll be a week before we get all four of us. It's kind of the thing we've done this year. We've never had a season where we've had less fully hosted shows. Mm-hmm. Not, not some, about it though. I think it, brings, I yeah. it creates some very interesting shows. I yeah. don't, I, I do not hate it. I like having to maybe go one-on-one with somebody. Uh, I think last week, Rob, we just never stopped talking. I, I yeah. love that. The week before with you two, you never stopped talking. Everything worked. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Some might say we're looking uh, for people to maybe throw a, a text our way saying, hey, I'd like to fill the void. If you guys ever need a void filled. I don't know. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's a possibility. Fill your void, Ryan. I'll, I'll fill your void. Because I didn't, because I'm not a serial killer. Because I'm not yet, at least. <laughs> that's true i have i did just start the conversation about about animal cruelty which i think is the yeah. first step which you know, is I, definitely one of the signs <laughs> right i think it, well i think it's like step three because you got unless you count insects as animals eh. which i don't yeah so that insects this. to me would be step two step one is uh some type of um of poop shame <laughs> like your parents shamed you for basic bodily functions somehow. And yeah. So like, it, like how dare, it rippled like how out. dare you, how dare you poop? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, and then you, that's and then the you concentrated like, evil of, of Satan coming out of your, unused. and then you, then you, you kill, you like you kill grasshoppers. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you got to get the waste out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I'm going to ask you a very delicate question. Feel free not to answer. <laughs> sure. Are you dealing with some sort of poop shame in your life right now? <laughs> no, no, because that seemed that seemed like a very specific <laughs> thing. No, but I have I have. Have you ever? <laughs> I think I have shamed people for poop. I think I've been a poop shamer. I've had shameful poops. That's for sure. I've also had a shameful poop. I've had yeah. I have done that. Yeah, not to get, not to get too direct and just got a lot of no, I'm got a lot of humor, but this part of the conversation, I, whatever. I think if you if you make it into your mid twenties without a shameful poop, you haven't eaten enough mm-hmm. or lived. You haven't you haven't or you have enough, <laughs> you haven't drank enough. Yeah, um, you haven't. We have a a cousin, Joe. His name's uh, Dave, and mm-hmm. he. Uh, you ever seen him abort a sneeze? <laughs> I don't think I have. Uh, I feel like 
I can picture it though. If you haven't shamefully pooped, you have aborted a poop. Mm -hmm. Like you've, it's, it was a poop that was about to be shameful and you just said no and you wiped your ass and you left and you felt uncomfortable because you didn't finish. Right. He aborts a sneeze. Right before the climax of a sneeze, right before the satisfaction of a sneeze, he refuses to let anything out. And he just goes, and that's it. Yeah. Painful. I mean, yeah. Who am I, who am I to criticize someone's uh, tantric sex charging? Can we talk about the foreshadowing of Dr. Grant tying his seatbelt together? Because life, uh, Finds a, way. finds a way yeah god it's good movie just holds up it's so deliciously good what was this 1994 I, I believe so actually that maybe it was 93 and then 95 somewhere in there that's fine yeah 93 was the first one 93 yeah can't you just can't you just tell me when the second one was without me Googling it also? Oh, that was 97. Wow. So you guys are familiar with this. Is I'm going to segue without even trying. Richard Attenborough is John Hamm. You're John Hamm. Yeah. Oh, Hammond. No, sorry. No, Hammond. John, John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> nope. I, I heard it and went, that can't be right. <laughs> this sounds not this looks nothing correct. like john ham now <laughs> or, or his, in the future or his penis <laughs> well it, well i hope it doesn't look like his penis he has a tremendously large penis yeah but i don't think it look i for his sake and the sake of his lovers it I hope doesn't, it doesn't look, look like, like this like it doesn't wear a hat right i hope it's not gap toothed it doesn't walk with a cane Right. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of David Attenborough anyway. Uh, yeah, David Attenborough's the uh like voiceover guy for nature programs. Right. right. For the BBC. Uh, yeah, are they related? I, I hope so. It's not like Attenborough is a well, it's probably more popular than I think it is. I don't know. I don't I know the no popularity idea. of yeah. I don't it's know the popularity of that surname. I couldn't even put my finger on it. I couldn't even get. I I couldn't get within two hundred of the popularity of that surname worldwide. Huh. Richard Attenborough was the older brother of broadcaster Sir David Attenborough. Huh. Huh. The more you what's know. It, what's it like to uh, not be knighted like your younger brother? You think? <laughs> An excellent question. I, I have no idea. Yeah, can't be can't be good. I'm so good. Anyway, the thing I want to talk to you guys about. Mm-hmm. You guys are familiar with non fungible tokens. Very, very, very a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what they are per se. I think it's digital art that you can own. I think that's basically what it is. Yeah, I think so. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Have you heard about the the uh, uh, the evil ape, the evolved apes NFT 
that's just that's going on right now? No. Go on. It looked like a guy created a a trading card game called either Evil Ape or Evolved Apes. I'm not sure which one it is. I've seen it called Evolved Apes. Maybe Evolved Apes. The creator's okay. name was Evil Ape. Okay. And so he sold the cards, the artwork that was on the cards as NFTs. Dope. All right. And and he was using that money to basically kickstart his trading card game, Evolved Apes. Right. And then he just uh, dipped with all the money and everything everything is gone. Awesome. Yeah. And he got it in Ether, which is... Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why it's good to have a totally unregulated market. He got yes. $2.7 million. He left with $2.7 <laughs> million. Fuck yeah, he did. Awesome. And uh, these people okay. don't even own the artwork they paid for. <laughs> is that fucking did, i mean how does they did get their nfts did they uh, allegedly the thing is that everyone did get what they paid for comma and nft at the end of the day any promises of a game or other development fall out of the scope of your purchase though so, so did he do so is he just an asshole but didn't do anything wrong I think like, that it's possible. I don't think he did anything illegal, but that's what you're asking. I mean, obviously it's not ethical. Right. Jesus, those Attenboroughs are good looking cats. There is a, yeah, a, a sadness in Richard's eyes that's not there in David's, though. But that could just be because he's got that. Well, because he's a knight. Well, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, one of them's one of them's a radiant, and the other one's a fucking. Uh, uh, what's what's her name from from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Smalt. Yeah. Wait, was she the blueberry? That's uh, Violet Beauregard. Violet Beauregard. Yeah, he's got he's got Violet Beauregard face. Gross. He's got the face of a man whose kidneys have failed. Grandma Josephine. When you look, yeah. when, you, when you look like an old woman, that's when you know you've made it as an old man. Yeah. Does that make any sense? What I just said. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Fantastic. Rob, I'm just, I'm looking at your next tattoo. It's yeah. amazing. What is it? What do we got? Uh, like Mr. DNA from the Jurassic Park fucking <laughs> explanation video. Okay. I thought you were going to evolve ape number 4877. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's the one. No. But well, Nick Kroll ape DJ, I assume. That's a great tattoo for you. I would absolutely put that somewhere in my body, I'm sure. I think I think you'd kill it. <laughs> and you're pale enough that all those colors, all It'd the pop. blues and shit, it would pop really well. That's yeah. a great uh, full inside forearm ink, I think. Ooh. Would be good. I need to get another tattoo. It's been a very long time since God since we went and got a tattoo together. I'm about three weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go get uh I don't know. I think I'm just gonna kinda I think I, I found a uh a uh like a hand poke guy. 
and poke guy. All Ooh. right. How about it? Yeah. So nice. I think I'm just you can get some like some raw tuna on rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made yeah. by hand. Made by hand. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just gonna good old hand. I think I'm just gonna tell him to do whatever he wants. Fuck me up, fam. Yeah. Just just fucking poke poke needles into my skin with in a shape. A shape. Yeah. Any shape. Whatever shape. Shapes even. You're calling. Yeah, that'll be cool. I think it'll be There's a really some cool. fun versions of this tattoo out there. What tattoo? Uh this uh DNA guy. Oh, I think it's I think that's a that's a worthwhile tattoo, Rob. Oh yeah. I mean you love dinosaurs. You love Jurassic Park. I mean that just kind of makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Find someone who can incorporate it with the uh the I Velociraptor was, skeleton somehow. Yeah. See, I was always thinking that my Jurassic Park dedication tattoo would be like Jeff Goldblum on my inner thigh. That's Ooh. fair. That's Which, fair. you know, at what... Uh, you know the pose. Okay, the the one? <laughs> the pose, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, get, a, get a guy who can actually draw it, though, because you don't want to end up with fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah. With buddy. this on your... This is... I I think that's I think that's Jeff Goldblum's body, but it's a Shatner mask head. <laughs> oh my god. What is that's it's in the it's in a bad place on the body too. Yeah. The elbow. Like what is is that their elbow? I think so. Oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awful. It's so bad, yeah. What is that? Why is he what? Who did that? I don't know. Well, maybe okay. They really so, captured his chest and abs, though. Yeah, like, yes, that's they a, did. That's a that's a wonderful, and I mean wonderful nipple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah. but then if you had if you had a mastectomy, you'd want that nipple. But then it's almost like they designed the entire tattoo around a freckle that this guy had on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what can I do? They're like, I know that'll be gold bloom's exposed nipple in Jurassic Park. <laughs> so one thing that it could potentially be is uh if those like red splotches might have been like some sort of like scar or birthmark oh, or like a burn. Like that. Yeah, or burn or something. That doesn't make up for the face. No, it does not. I mean <laughs> it does like not make up for the it face, does not but. make up for the fact everything else about it is kind of okay. I mean, like the hand is weird. Yeah. Um. There's like four Hands identical. Li- well, yeah, but four identically long fingers. Yeah. Is yeah. strange. Um. The you way that you don't. You like, can't prove is, right now that Jeff Goldblum doesn't have four identically long fingers. I can't. That's you true. are correct. <laughs> the fact if that anyone on this planet where has that. Shirt, where does his shirt and pants? end and begin he's it's like he's wearing like a like a hastily thrown on robe <laughs> it's a question only the watcher can answer <laughs> that face though jesus christ that face it's it's like it's, it's like, like they started with flounder from the little mermaid it's like they did everything else and then they were like oh god we're running out of time i said to do his face we'll just fucking throw it on there then just, just turn it in done is better than good just, Turn it in. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. That's actually awful. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's Uncle Fester with hair. It's a cursed image, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! I wish you wouldn't have sent me that. <laughs> Here we are, haunting. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, old, that's old Greg's brother. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> I was gonna say Young Fred, <laughs> <laughs> but it's Y-U-N-G. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, young, young. I get it. I get uh, it. You guys want to put some plugs in? I got to talk about what if. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. Uh, hey Joe. Yes. Hey, um, you want to talk about our boys over at waywardraven.com? Oh, ASAP and Mark, my guys. They're well, fantastic. You know you know it's my favorite place to go for swag and gear and comic books and and sweet merch. Uh, what's your favorite thing over at waywardraven.com? Uh, probably one of their comic books like uh, The Ascendant or Signed. Mm-hmm. And where could we go to see those things? You could find them over at waywardraven.com. And let's say that you wanted to get a certain amount of money off your order. What if we had like a promo code or something? If there were such a promo code, and I'm not saying there's not, it would be Neckbeard. I like it. So go to waywardraven.com. Put in a hypothetical promo code Neckbeard. Get a certain amount off your order of sweet merch and support our guys. You won't regret it. So. Oh, that was good. Marvel's What If on Disney Plus. I don't want to be the guy. First of all, spoilers abound from here on out. If you haven't seen What If, if you don't want to know anything about it, turn the podcast off now. We'll understand. Unless you're from Moldova, in which case we know you're cool. You've seen it. And also, congratulations to the Golden Rina Ringasi. Yeah, that's it. First gold medal, woman's gold medal wrestler from Moldova. Congratulations to you. And maybe uh, and, and also, congrats yeah, for kicking out some fucking corrupt politician. Yeah, you're also deposing all your corrupt politicians, and so good for you. That seems Moldova. Good. We can learn from we, you. That seems, yes. We, yes. Yes. Uh, give me the Moldovan consulate. Give them Matt Gates' number. <laughs> yes. Or don't. I can do anything. <laughs> probably don't. Yeah, actually, you're probably right. Don't. Don't. We'll try to take care of our own trash. Anyway. Marvel's What If. It's I good didn't stuff. know it was going to be a connected story. I didn't. I thought it was I just going to be like. Definitely thought it would be anthology. I did too. I thought it was good. I didn't think one would have anything to do with any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I would say that they don't. But there is a nice through line that I've seen. Yes. I would agree with you that for the most part, they don't. But that's impossible to avoid in the last two episodes. Yeah. Or actually, really, just the last episode, to be honest. It's not even the last two, it's the end of the second to the last. When when the Doctor Strange character shows up, yeah. Uh, so 
It was uh, it was interesting. So I really did like how they they like went back through and cherry picked through the variety of stories and some stories that we had not yet seen and may not see, um, to kind of culminate into this like big big event at the end. Um, I for one think this is the H Voltron story that I've like wanted to see in some form. Or another, like outside of the comics, for quite some time. Oh, totally. Uh, so that was really cool, uh, being able to see that. Now, do you think that these? Do you think that what if at all, um, plays into, and or informs, MCU going forward, like, Ooh. like as far as like like Phase Four MCU because. Because Loki, uh, WandaVision, and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier definitely are part of the cinematic universe, part of the world that we know that ended with Endgame and picked back up again. Does Marvel's What If play into that at all? Or is it just like, that's it's just a show. It's not part of Phase 4. It doesn't inform it at all. So it's got to inform it somehow. Maybe it's, maybe it's just in terms of how it's opening us up to the possibilities of the multiverse, or maybe it's, maybe we see evil doctor, quote unquote, evil doctor strange at some point. Man, how great would that be to see in multiverse of madness? I would lose my shit. It'd be dope. Incredible. I, I don't, I don't think, I think that's almost a certainty. Yeah. Right. I would think it would have to be. I would hope so. The same with, I, I, I think we're going to see The Watcher. Yeah, we might yeah, even get I, something I, I, with I The think, Watcher as soon as... I think as, we have um, to, Eternals. probably. Even if we don't, like, I feel like we'll get, like, references or nods to it, because now that we're opening things up to a mer- multiversal stage, like, it's... The, these things are going to come up. Um... I think that's really cool. I would, I would love to see like some some of this stuff get referenced in the movies and shit. What what is your? I don't want to say favorite episode. Yeah, what's your favorite episode? What episode do you like the most? Man, uh, I really like the Age of Ultron one. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, outside of that one, though, I'd have to say. Uh, the Doctor Strange one, I think that one was was good, really good, very dark. You know what I liked about the Doctor very Strange dark. one, and there's What's a that? great there's a great uh, article about it on the Mary Sue, mm-hmm. um, about how in, in in most of these stories, for the the protagonist to find out they're a hero it takes the death of their leading lady mm-hmm. to it takes a woman's death for them to validate themselves. Sure. Right. And, and in that episode, they could have done that, but instead of validating himself, instead of becoming more of a hero or becoming a hero, he actually became a villain in his own story. The death, the uh, constant death of the leading lady uh, instead, drove him to uh, very dark place. To, yeah. to a very dark place, and that just doesn't happen in film. And 
that was very cool. I love it. wild. It is wild. And it's, I didn't even um, think about that, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's super. That was a, I didn't think about it either when I watched it. And then on Paprika, someone had posted the article and I read it and was like, wow, you are correct. That is, uh, that is super cool. And then for that, for that, uh, for that character to reluctantly play a hero later was cool. Plus, by the way, in that final episode, when he becomes like demon strange. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking rad, man. Just the, the animation and design choices as a whole through all of it. Um, really good. Like they had, and and, I mean, they've got Disney money and it shows like they had a really solid art department. Um, the animation was great. The character designs were cool and bright and colorful. Like yep. the whole the whole series was was incredibly vibrant. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Nice. Uh, uh, I love I loved the uh, I loved the zombie episode. I loved like a uh, floating head in a jar. Scott Lang. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. uh, I love that he was like he was head in a jar with the uh, with uh, Strange's cape. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. Um, I loved the opportunity it took that they 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 got to introduce or they got to bring in a ton of characters, especially in the Thor episode, which you didn't see, I believe, Rob. Correct. I haven't seen that one. That has a ton of episodes from all the different MCU properties. Interesting. Um, Howard the Duck, and they're all like blinking, you miss it, but they're okay. all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howard the Howard the Duck is in like four of the six episodes or eight episodes, whatever they are. Yeah, um, yeah, is he, he really? Was the, he was in the T'Challa, uh, the T'Challa one. Oh yep. yeah, and he, and he was also in the Thor one, and I believe he was in the uh, second, the Ultron one. Ooh, yeah. Huh. Um, which is anytime you see Howard. It's great. Um, I don't know. I just, I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was really fucking cool. I love that final episode specifically because they really showed the concept of like, these aren't just wildly different universes. They are, a lot of these universes are like the same, like they're, they're parallel universes. They're just a little different. Yeah, yeah, like, and like they... Cap, Captain Carter, that was a like a uh, almost a shot for shot remake of the start of Winter Soldier, only only instead Captain of Carter. only it was Captain Rogers or Captain Carter instead of Captain Rogers. Yeah, that's fucking that's fucking cool. And it was, and I think that that's a nice one of those other like good through lines through it because they tell you, like the Watcher tells you at the very beginning in the first episode, like there, right here, like this instant, this is the thing, like the minute change that takes place that like diverges this story and sets it on a different path. He does, he does do that in that first episode, doesn't he? He actually says yeah. like there, right, right there, was, that's the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and pretty, so, I forgot about that. I, I remember seeing that and fuck, this was six weeks ago. Sure. Yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember that now, and saying to myself, "That was really cool." Mm-hmm. That's the moment. Yeah, and seeing like so, it's cool seeing all of these like small, minute changes that lead to like 
drastically different outcomes and then seeing them all getting this you know the through line that ties them back together at the end uh very good writing like very very good writing that's well thought out that's great i love i love the uh that avengers shot in the final episode where like the camera revolves around them as they're like preparing themselves like a cool like montage shot uh-huh that was fucking awesome like a nod to the in new york the, the, battle the new york. original avengers exactly mm-hmm. uh that was super cool i did think and it's it's interesting that they did it how they sent widow to a world that has already lost their widow mm-hmm. and that was interesting and it I don't know if it opens up that ever present Marvel door of at any time. Yeah. They could bring Uh, anybody back. Yeah. Like, oh, look, we need Tony Stark again for this story. Well, like, I know that they. It's not going to happen, but yeah. I know that they just settled their lawsuit, but she did make it very open that she would love to work with Disney again. So I don't know. I mean, we can probably move yeah, past yeah. Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. I'm not saying yeah. we need her back. Um, no, we need more of the blonde widow. Yeah. Yeah. More Florence Pugh. Uh, yeah. Yes. Y- Yelena Belova. And anything else we want to call her since we called her everything just then? Yes. <laughs> I just, I just think it's neat that, that they definitely said if we wanted to, we could bring anybody back. So I, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, what's also cool season, is there's going to be a season two. I mean, what do you do there? Ooh, that's fun. I mean, what do you want to do there? You know what I? <laughs> you know what? You know what I want to see there? I really want to see um, Planet Hulk, and I would love for like to see the the like Ragnarok. Something happened in Ragnarok that it ends up spiraling out. And ending up uh, in uh, what's it? World War Hulk with Hulk World coming back and smashing, yeah, smashing the Avengers and uh, being gladiatorial. Like I'd love for that to be like the the season finale, like Planet Hulk and then World War Hulk. Well, where, where I Hulk would is love now it. like the Ultron of yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like because that's where he is like in world, the uh... World Breaker Hulk trying to yeah. like smash through realities. That's basically where he's at in the comics right now, isn't he? Oh, fucking no. I haven't kept up. I can't remember if it's now or if it was two years ago. But I would also love to see, um, like, uh, Old Man Hawkeye, Old Man (laughs) Star Lord, Old Man Logan, uh, where it's like Berserker Hulk. Mm -hmm. That would be a cool what if as well. All the here. you know what else they could do with what if? Because they would never do it live action. Would be uh, Dead, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Oh, that would be yeah. fun. That'd be good that too. would be a, even if it's not a what if, even if it's just a new animated show on Disney Plus called Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. That would be a I fun would. like couple right. of seasons. You could, you could milk that for a couple of seasons. Well, I it's think. throw it's, it on Hulu and just make it like Modoc. It's yeah. three. It's oh, three. Yeah, 
I think it's three comic books long. Because mm-hmm. he kills the Marvel Universe, and then he kills... Uh, then he goes, like, he kills other literary characters. Like, he kills, like, Sherlock Holmes and fucking, <laughs> Mo- like, Moby Dick and shit. And then I think the third one is Deadpool kills Deadpool, where he actually goes and tries to kill the character Deadpool, <laughs> so Deadpool can't exist. Excellent! It's awesome. fucking wild. It's awesome. I, I, anyway, I lo- I loved What If. I thought What If was really well done. Um, that final episode is fucking crazy. Um. The last two episodes are crazy. Last two I, episodes are crazy. I, I, I agree. With I, the, the Ultron episode, like by far, I think was like the most wild. But uh, no, the the fucking last episode. I mean, it had such great fight scenes and crazy sequences. Well, and the fact that that uh, uh, a widow who had never met Captain Carter, but they can run that drill that they've never run together before but because widows probably run it with steve and she's probably run it with a different widow right right exactly. I, I really like that he's good stuff i'm a big fan of captain stuff. carter i i think that probably the first two episodes were my favorites all the other ones were fantastic but i just for pure fan service i really enjoyed the, uh, the first two I really liked Strange. I really liked Marvels, and I liked that last one. I thought that was, mm. I thought those were all really good. I love I uh, I love uh, Killmonger having a bigger role to play in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to see what he would have done with the stones. He would have. Uh, I mean, he would have tried to do what he tried to do in the Black Panther movie. I would assume for sure. For sure. Or even what he did in Wakanda in What If. Yeah. Oh, that was the other one that I missed. The Killmonger and Tony Stark one. Oh, that one's good. Yeah. I mean, they're all good. I. Yeah. (laughs) Sitting here pretending like any of them are actually any better than the others. I I did like (laughs) the third one. I don't remember. Oh, I really liked the third one a lot. What was the I thought it was one? a fun twist. Which one was the third one? That was, that was uh, the uh, Michael Douglas. Well, not the Michael Douglas episode, oh, but the Michael Douglas the, episode. The one where uh, that's the one. You know what? That's when I forgot. That's the yeah. one where they uh, where all the Avengers are dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's it was Hank Pym all along. Yep. Bum bum bum. Uh, what do you think about her own show? Yeah, I was just going to ask what you guys thought about that. Uh, I think it will it'll further inform us as to what either happened before WandaVision or what happened immediately after WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I would I would assume it's not coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Do you oh, think yeah. that I it would, was literally just like, wow, this character is really popular? Uh, yes. Yeah, I sure, think surely. I mean, she was she was Emmy nominated. I think she might have even won the Emmy for it. <laughs> Um, that makes sense for her. Yeah, I mean, it was a crowd favorite. It was, uh, I mean, any more Catherine Hahn, I, can, I can't get enough of her as an actress anyway. I think she's fucking uh, phenomenal actress. So anything, she needs more work. So yeah, rock and roll. Absolutely. I'm, I'm kind of a, at this point, whatever they want to do, just like 
at the end, I don't know if you guys heard the after credit scene for Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, yeah, I did read it. Oh, yeah. It, it, it absolutely puts Tom Hardy's Venom in the MCU. Not only mm-hmm. that, it, it possibly puts him in the Spider-Man movie. The I, one coming home. I, I would be shocked if he's not in it. I would love to see that. I would, because it, it would be it, nice to see Venom done proper in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it does make me kind of want to watch the two Venom movies, but also it doesn't. If that I makes have any sense. See, I have yet to see either one of them. No, me either. I was honest to God going to see the first Venom movie, and then that fucking one motorcycle scene in the trailer happened, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah. It's not bad. The CGI is a little rough on it, and I mean, it's a little chalky, but it's it's not bad. Who did they get to direct this second one? I feel like I should know that. Mm. It wasn't the same director as the uh, as the first one. Um, oh, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Andy Circus directed it, which is which is cool. That means it's probably a good movie, right? Yes. Probably I mean, the good, better than the first one. Probably yeah, better than good the first might one. be in scare quotes, but <laughs> but I'm more intrigued. Yeah, and he's got more. I mean, arguably the most experience with like CGI mocap shit. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if anybody could do some decent stuff involving that with some <laughs> weird goo Gosh. aliens, I think he's him. got probably what he's got probably the second most after that other guy who. Uh, um, he plays the fish man in yeah Doug Jones. That's his name. Thank you. He, oh. he plays Abe. I was going to say old Greg. Yes, I'm old Greg. Yeah. <laughs> God, what's his real name? That makes me cr- uh, Noah. What is no it? Noel Noel? Uh, God, a Noel Noel Fielding. Good for Noel, him. Noel Fielding. That's his name. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, the plays... actual name of Old Greg. Yeah, you don't. It was. It was because it was because Old Greg was a skit on um, I From believe the, the Mighty, Mighty Boosh. Yeah, and Noel Fielding uh, was one of the the founding members of the Mighty Boosh. I did not know that. Oh, you know, yeah. he plays Richard in the IT crowd. <laughs> the weird goth vampire guy. I thought that guy's name was Richard. You thought he just was Richard? He basically is. Isn't his name like Richard Iowati? Oh, no, no. That's, uh, that's, uh, he plays Morris Moss in the IT crowd. Oh. Yeah. No, Noel Fielding is this guy that looks like a crow dressed as a magpie that I'm going to send you right now. Jesus. (laughs) Looks like a crow dressed as a magpie. You'll see what I, I mean, I think. I, I, you know what? I almost don't want to see it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Is it everything that you hope? That's what it was. He's a, he's a crow dressed as a magpie. <laughs> What's he wearing? I, in that picture? I think it's he like stole a, Smog's scales. <laughs> Is that a hair dryer? It seemed 
I think it is. <laughs> Too many questions. But it why does the weirder. hairdryer appear to have a crank on it? Is my question. It looks, it looks weird. It, it gets weirder as you look at it. <laughs> yeah, the mannequin heads in the back. You got two microphones Strange. on his face for some reason. Yeah, he's wearing two microphones. I just and assumed one of them was like a mole. Right. <laughs> it was a big Knowles, old tag. Knowles mole, they call it. It's, you can get that full surround sound effect whenever he speaks. Yeah, it's in stereo. It's mm-hmm. in stereo. God, that's funny. Oh, he would, too. So anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I liked What If. I'm glad you guys watched it. Yeah, very good stuff. Uh, we should definitely, if we you haven't watched it, uh, do Visions sometime soon. It's real good. I haven't. I would absolutely do so. You I'm, should, yeah. I would like grab to the kids them. and watch it sometime. Or Macklin or something. It's, it's real good. It's, it's definitely good. on my list. Yeah. Ta-da! We did it. Nice. We did it. We made it through a whole <laughs> show. And we talked about pop culture for a solid 20 minutes. And I'm proud of it. I, uh, I'm trying not to yawn because I heard that in the month of October, every time you yawn, a ghost puts his penis in your mouth. Yeah. And so I'm doing my best to not yawn. But, alas, I just yawned. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I, just got, I just a ghost. <laughs> That's what they say. Well, that's another show title. Hold on. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Throat. <laughs> she plays an Asian woman there. Right. Natch. In case you're wondering. Like the Dan Aykroyd joke in here somewhere from Ghostbusters, but I'm not going to the dots. Rob, what do you, uh, it would be when he gets a blowjob from the ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... Those are all the pieces. Tell yourself the joke, listeners. <laughs> Joe, what are you uh, geeking on this week? <laughs> oh, probably uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I, uh, I've right. just been in the mood. I've been in the mood for anime lately, and I, I haven't been like, I just haven't been in the mood for visions or for like anything really new, new to me. Um, and I've seen a few episodes of Full Metal Alchemist on like Adult Swim growing up. So I went on uh, Netflix has both the 2003 and the 2009 series. So I went and I watched the 2003 series because it's what I grew up watching. And then I found out that the 2009 series wasn't a sequel, but was a a completely different series. And so I decided I had to watch it, too. And uh, like I was telling Rob before the show started, uh, if you have to pick one, just watch the 2009 yeah, Brotherhood's where it's at. For sure. uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is so good, it makes me mad I watched Full Metal Alchemist from 2003. It's, it is, is it, an insanely is it, different. Is it just that much better? It's so, just that much better. Yeah. Um, the, so when the, when the 2003 one came out, they, the, the manga series wasn't done yet. And so they just kind of had to guess what was going to happen. And so they just made up some bullshit stuff. That, like, by the time I got to the end of the series, I was like, huh, that was kind of a cheap payoff. That didn't even, that sucked. Um, I have almost been unable to turn off this episode, this, this series, uh, the 2009 one. And I, I can't wait to see how it ends because it's, I have a feeling it's going to actually pay off in a way that the other one did not. 
It does. It so, absolutely does. Like, I don't even mind spoiling the, the 2003 one. Throughout the whole series, their whole thing is... Uh, so at the beginning, if, if you're not familiar with Full Metal Alchemist, uh, these two boys, the Elwick brothers, Edward and Alphonse, uh, their mother dies, and they want to use alchemy to bring uh, her back from the dead. And they, they fail to the tune of creating a monster, and uh, Alphonse loses his, his body, and Edward loses a leg. And then uh, Edward brings Alphonse, he ties Alphonse's spirit, his soul, to a, a suit of armor, which costs him his arm. Because in, in this whole idea, it's, it's all about equivalent exchange. What can you give up in order to do what you want to do? Um, and with human transmutation, you have to give up something human to gain something human back. And so throughout the series, Ed's goal is to get Alphonse's original body back. And Alphonse's goal is to restore Ed's arm and leg. And at the end of the at the end of the 2003 series, um, uh, Al basically throughout the whole series he's grappling with the idea of mortality and you know why is it everyone else has to die but I have to live and I'm basically immortal in this you know I'm in this suit of armor I don't have to eat I don't have to sleep I can run infinitely uh, you know I'm I'm functionally immortal and everyone around me is dying i'm going to choose to give up my life so that my brother can have his arm and his leg back which is what i promised him and if the series had ended there it would have been fantastic but then ed decides oh i've got my arm and my leg back i'm going to do some alchemy and i'm going to bring alphonse's body back and uh so he does and, and alphonse comes back and ed has traded not just his own body but the four years of experience that they've gained. So Al comes back uh, as a 10-year-old boy, which is what he was when he died, quote-unquote. And, uh, and then you find out shortly afterwards that Ed didn't actually die. He's just in another, like, dimension. And now the, you know, it, it sets up a possibility of a series where they have to work to get back to the same dimension. And it's just bullshit. It really pissed me off. Yeah, it was so... The definition of half-assed. Yeah, it was it was really bad. So, uh, if I had to choose, don't don't watch the 2003 one, unless you're a completionist yeah. whose head will explode if you don't watch it. Then I guess yeah. watch it. But yeah. anyway, now that I've done that, uh, Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, so let's see. I've been playing a lot of Stellaris the last week or so. Uh, so. There was a new patch that was put out that uh, did a bunch of stuff with um, the diplomacy system in the game. Um, Stellaris, for the record, is that um, space empire builder, like 4X Civ style game. So it's building an empire, managing an economy, building armies and stuff, uh, and then interacting with other empires. And... Um, uh, this last game that I've played, I've been doing it for about a week now, and I've probably put in, like, on average, four hours a day. Nice. Um, some days more, and some days definitely less. But, uh, uh, so I've finally gotten to the end game today, actually, and it has been um, just one of the most grueling games of Stellaris that I've played, Not in, in the best of ways. Uh, it's very chess-like, and having to think through all of these moves and anticipate my uh, my opponents and, and 
do all this kind of political machination and maneuvering. Uh, fun stuff. Real good stuff. So, yes, Lars. Been really nice. Uh, nice. Right. God Emperor Rob. God Emperor Rob. <laughs> I love that. I, hold on. Let me get a good ring to it. If I could spell Emperor. Jesus. <laughs> like, I know how to spell it. My thumbs and autocorrect weren't letting me. Yeah, they worked together to give you, like, what? Like, dog, God, empirical, Frank? It was, it, it was, it kept wanting to say, God employer. God employer, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we yeah. rewatched The Good Place this week. And that just reminded me of that, Saul. It's a good show. It is very good. Holds up. Um, so I am listening to a, uh, I think the newest Sam Keen book called The Bastard Brigade. Okay. Oh. And this is newer than Caesar's salad or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Joe. Uh, I think it's his newest book. I could be, I could be wrong. If if I uh, if I could get you guys first to read the Disappearing Spoon, which is one of my all time favorites, then read this. I think that's the way to do it. Ooh, um, the true a story lot of, of the plot to stop the Nazi atomic bomb. Yes, and there are a ton of World War II stories I had never heard, and they are awesome. And the character this this book. And the Ministry of Ingenu- of, of uh, Gentlemanly Warfare. Someone needs to take these two stories and make a story out of it. Because uh, the cast of characters alone is fucking worth the price of admission. Guys like Mo Berg, who whose dad wanted him to be a like a scholarly type, but he just wanted to play professional baseball. And he was mm. really, and he was really, really good at it at baseball, but he also uh-huh. spoke like eight languages and uh, he was Jewish. And so he really didn't like Nazi Germany and he felt like he wasn't doing enough. You know, he's got guys, you know, there's there's boys fighting and dying over there, and he's just playing baseball. So he ends up being a spy. Nice. Um, As you do, all of these all of these chemists and scientists and physicists who knew that the Germans were on the same path as they were trying to get an atomic bomb, and they knew that they had to either beat them to it or just wholesale stop them from getting it. And that's right. basically that's basically the story that is being told is the group of people who are doing everything. I mean, lying, cheating, stealing, murdering. They're going to stop the Germans from getting the atomic bomb. Nice. All right. And it is fucking intriguing as shit, man. Just and like I said, just these guys who are like, like the primitive spy work that they were doing, like taking uh, pictures of things and then copying onto a microfilm and then 
shrinking the microfilm down and putting it underneath a stamp and then mailing that letter to their contact who knows that they've got to take the stamp off, then blow the microfilm up, then transcribe it backwards because it flipped in the process. It's just fucking wild. Yeah. Fucking wild. That's awesome. So I would, uh, I would very, I very much recommend it. Um, the Bastard Brigade by Sam Keen. And please, before you read it, read The Disappearing Spoon because a lot of the characters overlap and a lot of the science you'll already understand after reading The Disappearing Spoon. Um, and it's real highbrow shit. I mean, it's not like it's shit I still don't really understand, but at least sure. I understand like the terminology. I know what they're trying to get at. Right. So, yeah, definitely. It's a very cool book. That's very what I'm cool. working on this week. Nice. Yeah. So if you liked what you heard this week, if you liked what if, um, tell us what Marvel character you would like to see included in the next uh, installment of what if. What what character mm. would you like the the episode to be centered around? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Oh, and give us uh, five stars on that review. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Give us the five right. stars. Yeah. Um, if you want to give us money so that we can do more of this stuff, uh, you can do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live, or you could buy our merch over at gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com. And you can say hi and stuff on the socials at us. Mm, yeah, words. Yeah, just, just uh, add yeah, add just or at Geekcast Live, or you can go check us out at violentpress.com. I made that website. I don't, I don't know who you'll get. You did make that. It's a very good website. I don't know who you'll get if you just go to at us. Mm. I'm sure it's somebody. Mm. Probably Jordan Peele. Right. Lupita. Probably Jordan Peele. I thought you yeah. said Jordan Peterson there for a second. <laughs> And I know that's that's, no. at the, that's at the lobster. Yeah. Fuck lobster Lord. King. Shit bag. <sighs> lobster Goodbye. shit bag. Bye, your grandparents. Bye, grandparents. Bye. Hey, everybody. As always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our. Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, uh, Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, my man Fans, my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova. Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product. Without you, thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle Flap. And the Hoosie.
Motherfucker!